good. I don't know if you would call this evening or night or morning because it is 12, 11 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning, um, Central Standard Time in Arkansas. My name is Angela and welcome to Recovery Tools and Challenges. Now, today's podcast will be kind of like a second part of the last one, but different in a way, because last time I did trauma and addiction, and so because I'm going through a healing journey right now with someone who's helping me, and I have learned that I haven't dealt with healing from my past or from my childhood sexual abuse. So I was trying to kind of go along with what I'm going and li- going on in life. So today I decided to do a podcast on complex complex post-traumatic stress disorder and substance abuse. And today I will begin by reading complex post-traumatic stress disorder is a more complex form of PTSD that may occur among those who experience repeated trauma. In addition to encountering many of the same symptoms of people with PTSD, those with complex PTSD may undergo changes in how they react to stress or how they perceive themselves. Identifying CPTSD Complex PTSD is usually identified in individuals who have survived trauma, such as the following, for long periods of time. Child abuse or exploitation. Domestic violence. Concentration camps or wartime imprisonment. Sex trafficking or brothel work. Some common PTSD symptoms include re-experiencing the trauma as flashbacks, physical reactions, stressful memories, and thoughts or nightmares. Hyperarousal, which may be characterized by excessive alertness, difficulty relaxing, insomnia, lack of focus irritability, and anger. Emotional detachment in which some people refuse to discuss what triggers them and avoidance of people or places that remind them of the trauma they have encountered. Mental health issues such as the development of phobias or depression. And physical symptoms, which may include headaches, chest or stomach pain, and dizziness. 
People with complex PTSD experience the above symptoms, but they usually also suffer from additional symptoms, including changes in beliefs in which one may lose their faith or change their entire moral code. Disturbing thoughts in which one may exhibit a strong desire for revenge against the person who traumatized them. Changes in their self-concept in which one may feel guilty, helpless, or different from others. Severe emotional changes in which one may feel outraged, depressed, or suicidal. Some factors can make CPTSD more intense, such as if the trauma occurred during childhood. If a parent, relative, or trusted adult was the person who, who inflicted the trauma. And if the person accountable for the trauma has remained in contact with the victim. Effects of complex PTSD. The most common effect of complex PTSD is feeling extreme anxiety when recalling the traumatic event. Those people suffering from CPTSD may feel that they are actually reliving the event and may often think of the trauma, their desire to avoid focus on it notwithstanding. Moreover, a person may completely change their life after a series of traumatic events. That is, they may alter their behaviors, belief systems, and self-image. Complex PTSD often appear differently in men and women. While men are slightly more likely to encounter trauma than women, about half of all women experience a traumatic event sometime in their life, and most often, this trauma is related to sexual assault. Although not all women who suffer from trauma develop PTSD, the disorder is more likely to develop in women who have endured trauma than men. One common problem that is often diagnosed alongside PTSD or CPTSD, is the abuse of alcohol. Also, CPTSD is frequently associated with mental health illnesses, misuse of other substances, and a greater need for health care. Treatment for CPTSD Many current treatments for PTSD can also address symptoms of CPTSD, effectively including the following. Therapy. Individual or group cognitive behavior therapy, CBT, can provide tools for people experiencing CPTSD to cope with their stress, grief, and triggers. It can also teach people how to strengthen their relationship with loved ones. Medication. Some medications that have historically been used for depression 
can also assist people with CPTSD. These drugs are best employed in conjunction with therapy, and they may be used in the short term until individuals can learn how to manage underlying issues. Eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which is also known as EMDR. Primarily used for PTSD, this technique can also help people with CPTSD. EMDR, EMDR helps people process traumatic events by asking them to recall a past tra trauma and moving their eyes along with a trained therapist hand a trained therapist hand motion. CPTSD and the misuse of substances. Although use although we still need more data on CPTSD and substance abuse, the National Center for PTSD has collected a considerable amount of information on PTSD and the use of drugs and alcohol. In fact, people who live with PTSD may be more likely to experience problems with drinking. Consider the following statistics. Up to 30% of people who have survived accidents, disasters, or serious ailments report having drinking issues. Up to 75% of people who have experienced violence or abuse also engage in problematic drinking. Vietnam veterans who seek treatment for PTSD report issues with drinking about 70% of the time. Disassociation Disassociation interferes with self-awareness, memory, identity, and consciousness. These interruptions can cause a person not to recall certain things and to feel a break in their personality. Some PTSD and CPTSD sufferers may, may unwillingly employ dissociation dissociation tactics as a mean to deal with trauma. Some common symptoms of dissociation related to CPTSD and PTSD are the inability to recall certain life events, losing touch with certain life events, incurred, no, encountering unwanted flashbacks. More severe symptoms can include the following. Derealization or the feeling that one's surroundings aren't real. Depersonalization or feeling that one's thoughts and experiences belong to another person. Risk factors for people who suffer from these more severe symptoms include Experiencing multiple traumatic events, being male, experiencing other mental health issues, having a disability that causes numerous daily obstacles, self-medication, 
according to a study published in the journal Depression and Anxiety. About 20% of those who experience PTSD self-medicate with drugs or alcohol in order to cope with its symptoms and their past trauma. This results in a poor, poor quality of mental health and increases the risk of suicide, ideations, and attempts. While some people with PTSD or CPTSD may abuse prescription or illegal drugs in order to cope with symptoms of PTSD, many will turn to alcohol. One theory on the association between alcohol and PTSD is that alcohol might release endorphins that temporarily help the person feel better. Treatment for CPTSD and drug abuse. According to the National Institute of Drug Abuse, employing an integrated approach to addiction treatment can help people suffering from co-occurring substance abuse and mental illnesses such as CPTSD. As many as 6 out of 10 users of illicit drugs may also be dealing with mental health issues. To treat treatment Treat, to treat symptoms and underlying issues related to both CPTSD and substance abuse, people should seek an accredited and licensed addiction treatment center. Any program, whether inpatient, partial, hospitalization, or outpatient, should employ qualified medical and mental health staff who specialize in addiction. Also, programs should include the following features. Treatment is focused on the whole unique individual, not just the addiction or mental health issue. Treatment needs to be customized because no one responds to one form of treatment in the same way as others. Clients must remain in treatment for an appropriate amount of time. Follow-up care is critical to experiencing sustained recovery. Care providers should evaluate and modify treatment as necessary according to the person's progress and changing, changing needs, if any. Support from family and friends is vital to a successful recovery process. There is no instant cure for CPTSD or addiction, but long-term care can manage both conditions. And the reason I did this podcast was because I suffer from complex PTSD because I was sexually molested from a child all the way until I was 17 and then watched my sister go through it. Had a mom who knew and stayed in the marriage instead of protecting her two girls 
and by the time I was 19 years old, I was a full-blown alcoholic because alcohol and marijuana was my first drug, drugs of choice. And then by the time I was 19, my ex-husband introduced me to crack cocaine. And 18 years of age is when I was first diagnosed with PTSD because after I had my son, the psychiatrist basically said my hormones had changed, which made me more of a woman, of course, after having your first child. And it messed with my hormones, and that's when I started having flashbacks and migraines and violent. And my son's dad ended up getting me into a psychiatrist to find out what was wrong with me. And at the age of 18, I was diagnosed with PTSD. And until recently... I never knew there was a such thing as complex post-traumatic stress disorder until Mel, my friend who's working with me on my healing journey, explained to me that I had the worst kind of trauma there was because I had not only the sexual abuse trauma, I have domestic violence um, very bad domestic violence in some of my relationships, ex-relationships, and all that within itself threw my whole world upside down. And the only way I knew how to cope with these things was to use drugs and alcohol. And believe me, that was years of, of just years of remorse, years of agony. And now that I'm four and a half years clean, and now emotionally and mentally, I think with the help of my uh, mentor and... Um, friends and family and support groups and stuff, I'm ready to heal from my pain and my trauma because all I did was bury it. I never healed from it. And that is why this podcast was very important to me. And I hope you all enjoy it as well. Um... I think my next podcast will be based on, um, I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about it. But um, thank you for listening. I'm sorry it's so late. Um, I'm having trouble sleeping. I do have church in the morning. And I want to thank you all for your love and support and supporting my podcast. Remember, my name is Angela Dowling on Facebook if you would like to look, uh, like to look me up. And also, I'm an administrator of the group my friend Scott Boyd had um, started, created. 
and it is hashtag was a addict. Thank you once again for listening to Recovery Tools and Challenges, and I will catch you again, hopefully within a week.